Welcome to the Bar 89 Podcast. Very special, special episode. Bar 89's episode 89. This, this is, is huge. our season two finale. Um, how fitting that it hit that number. And top of conversation, as much as this is a season finale, we wanna we wanna talk about something big. We're gonna be talking about an epic series finale that's as we record, this is April 14th, and about an hour from now, Game of Thrones enters its final season. I'm so excited. It is pretty exciting. By the time this airs, it'll probably be already after episode two, Correct. so it's going to be kind of interesting. I just want to talk about how this whole thing's going to go down, and uh, to help us do that, I have a very special drink. It's Johnny Walker white label, specifically made for Game of Thrones with the White Walker He's got the armor on on the bottle with the blue eyes. Oh That's my god! Amazing. That is the greatest thing I think I may have ever seen. So it's literally I, called White Walker by Johnny Walker. I had poured it and kept it in the bag, so the boys didn't know what we were happening. But this are having. But this is. I'm interested to try this. I love the bottle. So cheers, boys. Cheers. cheers. And thanks for the treat. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was pretty. Oh, that's nice. Valor Mergulis. Yeah, it's nice. And, uh, <laughs> All men must die. <laughs> that's, that's Hopefully nice not from smooth. this. No, yeah. Well done, Johnny Walker. Yes. So we see this blue armored, blue eyed Walker here. Uh, the whole series has kind of come down to. I, I know it's called the Song of Ice and Fire, and I don't. I don't want to get already too off tangent. On the one hand, I'll, I'll just say one thing. That could be a, a story about Jon Snow. The whole series, him being a product of fire and ice. For me, I still think it's dragons versus walkers. I think that's... So, are these walkers going to... Are they going to win? It's, that's uh, a tough question. Because I can't say who's going to win. Oh, I guess I can. Well, Who, what's going to happen here? Well, the way they stormed the wall. Like, that was just Well, unreal. the dragon. Yeah, that's once, what I mean. Once, he, once they dragged the dragon out of the ice, like out of the, uh, the frozen lake. But you don't think why <laughs> dead people are going to just take over the entire... Realm. See, I, I have my theory. Go, Go for it. Okay. Spoiler alert in case I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. That's an interesting spoiler alert warning. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, and you guys can laugh at me if you want. So the last season, it ended with a, a little more incestuous behavior. Um, I do think that the child will be the result of that interaction. Between John and Danny. Yeah. I think... I think John will bite it, um, but his legacy lives on in the kid. I agree with and this I so think, far. And I think Daenerys becomes, you know, she's king shit. She's eventually going to be sitting on the throne. I think the, the season will end with her sitting on the throne for the first time. I think she gets it back in the huge epic, some crazy battle that happens where the Ice King or the Night King is there with his dragon. I think the dragon turns on the Night King. Ooh. I think the dragon does a lot of damage, but I think the mother of dragons gets through to the dragon, even though that he's under that kind of spell. Dragons are uh, magical beings, right? They have more to their spirit or consciousness than than the average duck. So I think they will. I think that dragon. I forget his name. I don't remember which one it was. I don't Vis- either. Visseron, it maybe. was her favorite, though, right? Well, the big one I think she always rides is her favorite. Because she would ride it. It wasn't yeah. one that she was mounted on, right? No, it wasn't. But it was I, I don't the... know why I thought it was. But I, anyway. yeah, you're probably right. I, I'm, I, I'm misremembering. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think I think she breaks the the spell, if you will, hmm. and uh, gets him back. That's my theory. 
It's interesting because you didn't think those th- they would need maybe a soul to connect somehow. You don't think like you know, walkers would really have that kind of. Well, the the white walkers don't, but, but the, it, no. What are they? What do they call the undead? What are they? Yeah, whites. The, just whites. White. Yeah, they they don't right. They're just a zombie essentially. Yeah. Right. But the white right. walkers, those are conscious beings, right? Yep. And then there's the True. theory. I don't know if I want to touch on that. Go for it. Or do you want to hear Dan's thoughts? No, no. Yeah, I, I, want to, I want to hear what you have to say. Well, first I also I I read I an interesting say. theory around the Night King, who the Night King actually is. Do you agree with that? I see you nodding your head. If it's who you, I don't agree with it if it's who you say it is, but it is Brand, interesting. Yeah, right? I don't agree with it, but it's a very interesting theory. What if it is true, though, huh? So Bran, so the wall was built by Bran the Builder. So you, so I've heard somehow it, it's, it's him. It's also Bran. So did he build it and then become like to keep, did he just want to be like, was it to keep the South out of the North is one theory I've heard that as the Night King, but I mean, I don't, I don't know. Cause now they want to knock it down because of all the, I guess there was a truce or something that well, we're going to be here. you be there, but people went out and would hunt the walkers. So are they now walk knocking the wall down because they say you broke the truce. We're coming after everybody. Right. I still don't really get how it could be Bran, but that's that's the beauty of time travel and warging. See, I think Bran wargs into the dragon, the ice dragon. That's oh, my theory. With okay, I like that because as a green seer, do you remember when he was a raven one time and the Night King looked up and saw him? Like he can see when. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know how that plays. Great. If he's aware of it, that might fuck things up, obviously. But I think I think he's going to try and take over the the ice dragon. But when you read it, can you explain a bit more how it's Bran, how the time travel works that Bran could be the Night King? I I actually don't, other than, I, like, I don't recall that, the minutia of it quite right. well enough. I think it was something along the lines of, he's, Bran isn't even really Bran, Bran's like the Three-Eyed Raven, right? Like, yeah. he's like this, he's the... Uh, um, Tom Bombadil of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of of the Game of Thrones. Not quite world. as jolly, though. Not quite as jolly. <laughs> a little more reserved in his happiness. But he, uh, you know, he exists across multiple planes of existence, dimensions, all times. Yeah, so yeah. he can see yesterday and tomorrow and today all at the same time. Hence the three eyes, right? And he's got one eye on each spot. So I think the theory was. He exists. He not only can see, but he exists in all times. And he, his part of his role is to ensure. Is it almost like a Neo situation from the Matrix? Like the Chosen One always has to be there because there has to be. So the Night King always has to be there because there needs to be the one unifying force that the rest of Westeros will actually agree to fight together. Like, is this a manifest destiny? Yeah, this this the over and over cycle that just happens and happens and happens. It's the long count calendar from the Mayans. Like, I, I'm wondering if it's something to do with that, but I don't remember it well enough. I think I just uh, blew a lot of hot air there. Um, I'll, I'll change it over to you guys. But that's what those theories are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They for sure are. They're just, they're fun. I'm going to call my theory the Game of Thrones <clears throat> true underdog story because the lack of interviews I've seen with the character uh, Tyrion Lannister. Peter Dinklage, yeah. Thank you. Yep. Um, it just has me wondering whether there might be something there, whether... The smallest person on the show that started off very much at the bottom, right at the start of the series, kind of has built himself up to a certain point now where he's very much uh, a key player in everything. And uh, yeah, whether he takes control of things. Wasn't there some a theory too about him being a rider? A Targaryen. Yeah. 
that he also has Targaryen blood on right. him because that's why the dragons are cool around him. And mm-hmm. yeah, he, he didn't even he, he pet one on the nose, or was that John? Uh, John, John did, but I think when when they were in, oh, I'm not sure if they were captives in Astapor or wherever it was, and he was down, and the and the dragons were being chained up. They didn't attack oh, him then. That's right, where he walked in and he took the things off. They both looked at him and then just kind of yeah, yeah. Like that's even true. once he was free, they didn't just say, oh, let's let's get this guy. But I don't know. I mean, again, it's another theory that I don't know how to explain. I don't remember how the bloodline would have worked, but. How, how his father Tywin, it may also have been why he had set hatred towards his son and and uh, also maybe hatred towards the Targaryen family, the Mad King, who he would tend to tell Jaime, you know, stab him in the back. Well, and how about his line from the first, is it the first episode uh, where Tyrion is talking to Jon in Winterfell and he keeps calling him bastard? Mm-hmm. And uh, and he's what do you know about being a bastard? And he says, you know, all dwarves are bastards in their father's eyes. Is that foreshadowing the fact that he is in fact a bastard? In fact, a bastard. Yeah, yeah. That would be cool if they brought it all the way back. And taking it a step further, with Sansa when she was being held by the family too, and uh, he never technically laid with her. Um, whether the fact that he showed that respect and that maybe they get together in the long run and. Set something up there too that that's maybe out in the field a little bit, but you never know. But the female, other female characters becoming more involved. It would be cool. The tallest woman in the well, outside of Brienne, I guess. But <laughs> yeah, Sansa's is pretty tall, and but the know. power she's gotten now too, restoring House Stark a little bit. Yeah, I I was really happy with the last season. There was a well, I was frustrated throughout a lot of it. I was horrified and so nervous because I knew one of the dragons was going to bite it, and I did not want that to happen with every ounce of my being and every episode I thought this is going to be the one and it and, and so I was just the whole episode I'm, I'm just so you know filled with anxiety and then it would be <laughs> over I'm like oh thank god the dragons made it until yeah. of course the one didn't but um kind of like the dire wolves you knew all seven I mean and they started to bite the dust pretty early and yeah, now it's just early. Nymeria and ghosts that are left and they showed Nymeria last season why did they do that yeah that's the thing that I keep thinking about and I don't know if you were done your thought I'll, I'll jump in though if you're no keep going keep going is so a couple of things you guys said uh I like your theories Ryan with with I think John's gonna bite it some sort of he's just hero material so honorable like he still has who he thinks his father is Ned he's got Ned all in his blood even if he is so he's getting her top start. chopped off. I think he's gonna some sort of epic to ensure Danny is successful. He's not even he has a better claim to the throne, but even if he survives, it's not something he wants. Yeah, he has nothing to do with it. So I just think instead of him having to go through the oh, I want to pass it, he's gonna die. I just don't think it's gonna be the Iron Throne that we think that him and or her and Tyrion talk about breaking the wheel. And if just if it's just someone else sitting the Iron Throne, the same stuff's gonna keep happening. It'll happen for a while, but some people are going to... I think she's going to be some sort of ruler, but the Iron Throne itself will be broken. And I'm thinking about there being like self-serving um, kingdoms. Like the North will be its own. Right. You know, then there should always be a Stark in Winterfell. So I think Sansa survives. And it, it, I can't see Sansa dying in Arya. Arya is not, again, like Jon. She's not, she doesn't want to sit a throne. She's not a lady. No. You know? I think Arya, too, is going to have a huge role to play. That's... That's that's the thing I keep questioning. The characters that are still alive going into this season, what role do they play? Like, why is Arya still here? What is all her training leading to? Why is Bron- uh, even the Hound? What role does the Hound play? Sam. 
Sam, what's his role? He's left the Citadel He's now. He's become a yeah. meister. Yeah. So it's, it's one, left, he left to be, or he, he, yeah, he, he left. left the, it's right. one thing we may yeah. think who's going to live and who's going to die, but it's just like, why are you actually still here at this point? Yeah, because mm-hmm. you've made it. You made it to <laughs> you the big it. show. <laughs> so you got to have a purpose. It's. I think Arya is going to kill a lot of people. <laughs> I don't think she lives. I, I think she's another one. Like not everybody's. Yeah. Even to say Danny Daenerys is going to be the the queen. That may not happen. He's not one to to. I think I don't know. I would think most fans are cheering for her. So probably she's not going to win <laughs> because it's who we always get fooled into that. Who who you think you should cheer for is wrong. Yeah, maybe she dies in the first first episode. Maybe maybe she's going to die in about fifty four minutes. I'm surprised we haven't mentioned either of the Lannisters still alive. Yeah, Cersei. Is definitely going to backstab people. We all know that. Even after her, she's got to go. Yeah, Do and th- I think Arya does kill her. Oh, or, I think it's Jamie. I was just about to say, oh, Mister w- Mister Incest himself, uh, with their second child on the way too. It really Do you though? think that they, she, I don't know. I is she, she pregnant, lying. or do you think that's another leverage piece? Oh, I think was, she's lying. Mm-hmm. She's just playing him. In one of the seasons that showed a flashback of her, and then some sort of fortune teller telling her that she'll be. Uh, all these things will happen, but one of them is that she'll be vanquished by the younger brother. And so you always assume it's Tyrion. She's always had this fear of Tyrion, but technically, Jamie is the younger twin of the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's also her younger brother, so if this prophecy comes true, it could technically okay. be Jamie that with takes that. her out. I, I agree with that. I changed my um, thought. Brienne. What, what role does Brienne play? Of I'll tall. go with some How minor How is she going to handle when she sees the Hound again? That'll be interesting. They did see each other. Did they? I don't. When they brought that White Walker to the red to the Red Keep, but Sansa That's right. had sent Brienne That's on right. her behalf, so she saw Jamie again. She saw the Hound again. That's right. I forgot. about And the that. Hound basically told the Mountain, "This is an overbrother. Like yeah. there's going to be a Clegane Bull. That's but, happening. That'll be happening. So even if that's his purpose, great. <laughs> it's like ding ding, yeah. Apollo and Rocky after Rocky too. And they'll probably kill each other. Okay. That that would be a time. I hope we to- get to see. What he looks no like. No thumbs and eyeballs or eye sockets. I want to see the mountain's mask removed. I want to know what's oh, what's under there. Really? I do. <laughs> yeah, that's at, a horrifying sight, no doubt. At the end of last season, Beric Dundarian and Tormund Giants Bane, the big red redheaded, the beard guy. It it looked like they were in a pretty dire situation. I think they both survived somehow that dragon knocking the wall down. I bet you we see them both again. Uh, fan favorite from perspective, fan favorite for Tormund. But again, Beric, I just question why has he been kept around so long? As every character asks him, why you? He's like, you don't think I ask myself that all the time? Yeah, and so, we haven't heard the answer to that yet. I feel like we will know the answer. What role? I think Melisandre comes back yeah. and, and also dies in some sort of epic. Like she's an old crone. Whatever that ruby thing is young. of mm-hmm. fire, is, I think maybe that has something to do with the dragon, the ice dragon as well. Uh, I, I don't know. Varys, live or die. All I think, these minor roles. Right? I think that Varys both. is around. He he is a survivor. I feel like in a realistic environment, he would somehow find a way still. I say he gone. Yeah? <laughs> I, think, I think so. I, I just think, I don't know. There's people like him, they always find a way. And he's so valuable. And what about all he the... Tru- and he's like the most true to the realm of all the characters in the entire he has thing. That. that is true. I do feel like he, he might have a bigger role to play than we... What about all the Unsullied, namely the one in particular that's Tyrion's right-hand man? Grey Worm? Yes. Yeah. I, it's just kind of a... I, 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 I'm more interested to see how he dies because... We're how having, he dies, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Gendry finally came up. 
That's Robert Baratheon's bastard son, the, the yes. blacksmith. Yes. He yes. finally resurfaces, mm-hmm. and they take him north of the wall, and he's the one that has to run back when they're they're circled and get the raven to Daenerys. But again, was that he made it to the big show, as you said, right? That can't be his only role. Why is the the bastard of Robert Baratheon, who also has a claim to the throne, still around? What is his what's his role going to be? I question why are they back unless they have a part to play. Again, I don't think he's going to be king of the seven realms or kingdoms or whatever the Andals. But well, maybe it's to what you were saying. There'll be there'll be pieces, prefectorates yeah. or whatever. There'll be areas within Westeros that'll be ruled individually. Prefectorates. Look at you. Okay. So yeah. House Baratheon will exist well, again. If, yeah, if the stag. Is because when cut. you look at the Game of Thrones logo, right? They always have the stag, the lion. The wolf and the dragon. It's always been those four houses. Mm-hmm. Have always been there. And everyone's allegiances to those. Yeah. yeah. So I wonder if it ends, kind of the way it began. <laughs> There's the Baratheons in control of their area. So the we didn't Lannister. solve anything at all. So Jamie still lives. Maybe we're all and, over the map, just like the opening credits. Yeah. yeah. One group that isn't part of the four that you're talking about, but the Greyjoys. Yeah. Euron is still obviously in Cersei's pocket. Theon is trying to find his sister Yara. Mm-hmm. Again, though, to to what end? Like, it's about the Walkers. Now, to me, I, so whatever the f- I don't know mm-hmm. what happens. To I think from the, f- I the really fans' care. perspective, it's just funny because I know they they changed Theon's role a bit, right? After the like from the books, like wasn't he just always just this pathetic? He was reek, wasn't he? For he very, was yeah. as far as I remember in the books because the show got yeah. Not only that, but he was aged incredibly right like half his hair was gone what he had left was white he was so ruined as a person oh yeah so, so i don't know if it, if there's in the book any redemption arc for him i'm wondering though with uh you know they always do market research after a season you know to get the feedback <laughs> and see how people thought and i'm wondering because you know he had he had it worse than anybody really and yeah. you know that lasted for what two and a half seasons three seasons of just horrible shit for him it seems like maybe the fan base decide, okay, enough. We want him to finish happy. Maybe they do actually make a point of making sure his life ends at least as positive as it can. <laughs> Cause he went through so much. I feel like that, that sympathy starts to grow in people. Um, so maybe Yara somehow becomes head of Greyjoy. Cause obviously yeah, Theon yeah. can't provide an heir. Right. Right. So yeah, maybe Yara does take over and he gets to live out his days because that's all he wants, right? He's always ever wanted to be back home in a position of some respect. He always just wanted his dad to give a shit. Right. Um, so I, I feel like maybe that that would be it. That is at least from a sympathetic point of view would be a nice way for his story to end, whether it whether it happens or not. Do you think we're overthinking it though? Sometimes uh, because whether it just turns into the living versus the dead, much like Lord of the Rings, like. The living versus the orcs, kind of thing. It's a good question. I know Jamie, one of his last lines, right? He's, I chose to fight for the living. And I'm going to honor that. Because he leaves. Yeah. Yeah. So who does he meet up with? I wonder if he meets up with Bren, Brienne on the road. That would be the yeah. one that, to do it, right? Nobody's going to trust him. She you know, will, though. You know where he went. He went to George R. R. Martin's house and just asked him where the hell that book is because we're all still waiting <laughs> for it. of winter. And then there's one after that, right? Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. yeah it's. I digress. And I think the books. Uh, I guess the, the writers of the show, when they first approached Martin, I guess they had to predict the ending. And because they did so <laughs> successfully, they, yeah. they kind of got their blessing to, to approach HBO. I don't know, something to that effect. I just wonder now, knowing that he has two books still to sell, how much of a plan he had in his mind? Is he going to change? There's obviously things that are different on the show than in the books, which is great. But will he now purposely 
change, not even the ending, but maybe some people that live or die. Like, it can't be a carbon copy of the show. No. It's it's unique that a show would. We always have the book first, and the movie or something is based on that. This is so unique that we're gonna know the ending of this saga two books in advance. I so wonder, how does he sell books after this? He if probably everybody... doesn't care because he's making so much more from the sure. royalties of sure. the show that. Well, I, feel, ever... I feel like though maybe maybe he writes from the end of the the show. His books will continue. Ooh. Maybe hmm. that would be ideal, and then HBO can make more series. <laughs> well, they are right. They're going. Oh, the side they're going stories. To the, yeah. and that's. I I should be so. I love this series. I love the books. I should be thrilled that there's uh, offshoots. What are they called? Uh, Spinoffs. Spinoffs. Yeah. I'm not. I I don't know. I'm not. I'm not uh, pumped for them. Loses Maybe when I start to see the footage and stuff like right. that. And yet, Amazon is doing a Lord of the Rings series. It's supposed to take place in the second age. And everything we've experienced with it was the third age. I'm jacked up for that. So I, I don't I don't understand why I'm I'm so haphazard with the or laissez-faire with the thought of spin-offs for Thrones. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's a time thing. Um, I know, yeah, isn't there like five in the works or something? Yeah, there's maybe a lot. Maybe it's just knowing that. Like, that's too much. I wonder, too, if there might be a bit of a an exhaustion to Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones has been a part of our lives now for quite a while. Yeah. And it's coming it's to an end. It's hard to believe how many well, years. Well, eight seasons, but a two-year high, or a year high eight. So nine yeah. years Yeah, we've seen these. And yeah, that's something, people. actually, I wonder, and this is, we're not going to get into this, but I've, I've wondered the same thing for Marvel when they finish their Endgame movie. This is the end of phase one or three or whatever they call it. Um, this big, big tidy up moment, right? All these, these actors and characters that we've grown with over the last 10 years. Their storylines, most of them, are going to be coming to some form of end, whatever that end may be. And there's plans, obviously, for their next phase with Captain Marvel and Black Panther and Spider-Man and a bunch bunch of new ones that are going to be introduced and new me- mega evil people and all that stuff. But I'm wondering, will people's will their attention remain after, right? It's been there. We've invested a decade of our lives. Is it going to stick around? And I, so I'm wondering if maybe there's a bit of that with Game of Thrones in how you're feeling about that. Because I feel the same way. I'm not actually overly pumped about those series. Although I will probably end up watching them. Especially because it's not a sequel where I get to see a character I like, like yeah. Black Panther. Yeah. And it, yeah. it's going to be completely new cast characters. And that that could be really neat. It's refreshing, that whole different plot line and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, to your, I think... I think for Marvel to come up with, if they all of a sudden had a whole new cast, like a, a Guardians of the Galaxy type, are people going to be like, okay, a whole new cast of characters, as opposed to milking the sequels of characters they already like, or yeah. giving Scarlet, you know, her first uh, Black Widow movie. And, yeah, rated but, R. But they're the, actually going, the immortals they're, going they're going crazy with that good. one. Interesting. You were, did you keep your thought, you were pointing at me a minute ago. Well, it it might be going a little off track, but you're talking about offshoots not being necessarily excited. But we've seen evidence of that even with the Star Wars series, and people were losing That's momentum true. with the latest uh, Luke's or um, uh, um, what was the latest one that they took a timeout after, after Solo. Solo, thank you. Mm-hmm. And because they were realizing that was the worst uh, in terms of what they've done in the box office, um, money wise, and they were like, okay, well, we've clearly hit a wall here. We've got to take a little bit of a break, and they just released. The teaser trailer for Star Wars Nine. But so yeah. I guess with that, where was the break? I don't know. It was because Star Wars. <laughs> this one was supposed to come out a year and a half ago. Right. Oh, they've had it filmed. Yeah, this was planned oh. to anyway to have come out oh, long okay. ago. Yeah. Okay. They they delayed its release because for... it still seems like there's a Star Wars every couple of years and and the Mandalorian. How do you say that? I don't even know who that is. Mandalorian. Um. Isn't that a character? 
Not even sure. Oh, I don't know then. So you guys should know Star Wars. <laughs> I, I just watched uh, Rogue One about. again the other night. Did you? I, I do like that movie. Yeah. Generally likes that movie. Nice. We watched yeah, it still occasionally. Gonna, and I love to watch uh, Star Wars 1, two, or 4, 5, 6 anyways. Yeah. So I think most series finales always face scrutiny. We're not going to get into them, but uh, Friends, Lost... Uh, Seinfeld, Sopranos. Sopranos. And the great thing is that it does create conversation. And and for a guy who notoriously doesn't really, from what he's shown, give us happy endings, I think I think there could be controversy at the end. But whatever it's going to be, I don't think there's going to be disappointment as far as, oh, that, I think it's just going to be controversy as far as, oh, no, he should have won. No, she should have won. Right? I just don't think it's going to be a fade to black, spoiler alert, Sopranos, where you're left wondering... Did my TV just turn off, or <laughs> right. there must be more? So, what if, uh, what if this? What if I throw this at you? What if, what if this whole thing ends and Cersei is still sitting on the throne? Or do you think the dead win and game over? Yeah. See, that would be, that would be like, what's different. the point of watching that all the characters? <laughs> yeah, that would be very different. I did read a thing with uh, one of the, what are they? D. D. Weiss and D. Yeah, and Benioff or something. Yeah. Oh, Dave Benioff. Yeah. Read his book, by the way, if you haven't already. So I just read a read a transcript of an interview with him, Benioff, I think, mm-hmm. saying how nervous they are, and that they they feel good about it, but they reference the Sopranos ending, and they <laughs> they know when it can go bad, people can get really upset. But he even mentioned, but it's good because that means they're talking about it. I'm nervous as hell, but I think we did it this right. But we are nervous. Like everyone in the production is is nervous. I think David Chase, the creator of Sopranos, said something like their finale in Seinfeld should have been reversed. Like probably the guys from Sopranos should have ended up in a jail cell and probably the people from Seinfeld should have ended at a diner. Yeah. And I thought that's actually hilarious how perfectly of a totally. that works out. To totally. Me. That's amazing. We're going to wind it down. So this has been... 89 episodes, which has been so fun for us. We are going to take a little bit of a break. And season three is going to commence. Give me a date. The Gary Jeffries Golf Class, the third annual, is June 8th. That's going to be our season three kickoff. So it could be middle of June or so by the time that episode comes out. We're going to try to be better. That's what we strive to do. Next season is going to be better than this season. Just like you could argue every season of Thrones has been better than the last. So what that means, we're going to do... we're taking a break to figure those things out. I think you're going to see us come back with a once a week format. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully some more interviews with guests. We haven't had one in a while. I think we're going to try and get a bit more consistency with, with that. So you're going to see us and hear us out in public more. We're going to try and make live appearances that don't necessarily even have anything to do with where we are, but just to be out and about. So, I mean, that's going to be good. I'm, I'm excited to kind of start to branch out and, and, and go places. Not that I don't enjoy the parlor or, or the basement of the bar. But it's going to be great to, to head out. And, and a good local focus as well, too. Yeah. And w- what else? What else? Anything else come to mind that we can look forward to? I, Obviously, in our action on social media, we want to up our game there. Totally. And, and to your point of guess, too, continuing with the Bar 89 Book Club and getting yes. that every once uh, once a month kind of deal. So uh, we want to get uh, everyone engaged and maybe reading those books with us, too, as we interview with the authors. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I want to get into the uh, the politics side a little bit. So we'll probably try to work on with Ooh. the uh, Canadian election coming up October, in October, baby. Might be good for us to 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 work into our political connection. See if we can't get a guest or two on. Perhaps maybe, maybe. members of parliament, people like that. See if we can get some interest from there. Russian hacker, maybe. Who oh yeah, I'll, I'll pop over to St. Petersburg. <laughs> As always, there'll be sports. There'll be some some beer. We'll have a follow up from season two, one of your recent episodes about some of the research you're doing and experiment with 
plastics consumption in your own household. It'll yep. be really interesting to, your data will be compiled by then and you'll be well on your way to either having adjusted your lifestyle or whatever the case may be. So it'll be kind of neat to follow up on that as well, right? Yeah, that's, uh, it's, I'm glad you mentioned that. I've done the, the data collection from the you know, status quo behavior. We're now about five days into the no plastics. Phase two. And, uh, you know, got another 25 days of this. It's, nice. It's easier than I thought it would be, but there there are some... There's some interesting roadblocks along the way. It's uh, it's good. But yeah, I'll have all that ready for, for so you guys then. Season 3, Episode 1, Episode 90. We're going to be out golfing. We're going to have Coach Jeff as our first guest. Going to try some. to get uh, Tim and Sid on. We'll maybe, talk, maybe. Talk to, to, our, to our buddies. Unbelievable. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> but in the meantime, from uh, the three of us, Ryan, Dan, and Steve, we really appreciate your listenership and look forward to what's coming next. Thanks for tuning in. Cheers.